I'm Brooke McLaughlin, an author, speaker, teacher, and small town girl from the mountains of Appalachia. Over the years, I've had the privilege of encouraging countless moms toward a richer prayer life, helping them catch a vision for the partnership God invites them into as they become praying moms. Prayer is action all by itself, and our prayers can impact the people we love most for generations to come. I created the Million Praying Moms podcast because prayer is one of the most overlooked parts of Christian parenting today. Let's change that together. My goal is to help you see prayer not as a last resort, but as your first and best response. If you have questions about prayer or motherhood, if you need help taking the first steps toward a praying life, or if you want to know how to pray for specific needs affecting our children in today's culture, you're in the right place, friend prayer warrior or mom who's just starting the journey. All are welcome here. Let's get started. All human beings have an innate desire to belong, and nowhere does it shine so brightly than in our children. I actually prayed for God to give me boys so that I could raise them to be different, and it only took me about 12 years to realize that intentionally trying to raise men who were different would make them, you know, different. And what is the one thing that kids want less than anything else? To be different, right? Which means that this goal that I set for myself hasn't always been an easy parenting task. A lot of times, the ways I have wanted my boys to be different has set them apart in a way that feels lonely to them, isolating. And as I already stated, all human beings, especially kids, have an innate desire to belong. I've even struggled with this myself. I remember the first time I went to what was then called the Relevant Conference. This is a Christian blogging conference that happened early on in the blogging years, which doesn't exist anymore. So I am an introvert. And usually when I go to a conference, I like to have a person there with me, like a quote unquote person, my person, someone that I sit with, someone that I eat with at dinner, someone that I room with. But this time I didn't have really a person, at least I didn't have one going with me to the session that I really wanted to go to. Um, I don't remember what the topic of that session was. I just remember that I really wanted to go to it. And I wanted to go to it so much that I was willing to go without my person. But the thought of going and sitting by myself in that room was kind of making me want to stay in the hotel room. I wish I could explain that better to you, but maybe the people in the audience right now who are introverts will get it. Maybe you'll understand what I'm feeling. It felt like everyone knew each other in that room except me. And I don't actually know how true that was. It's just what I felt like at the moment. And as I walked the halls of the conference center toward that session, I found myself really worried and anxious about whether or not I would fit in or whether or not I would even try to. Sometimes, kid you not, as an introvert, I'll hang back and let other people just come to me. When I was in high school, I think that sometimes came off as a bit snobbish, but that couldn't have been further from the truth. I just tend to let the extroverts come find me. And somehow about 99% of the time, I'm not kidding, it's the extroverts who come and find me and pull me out of my shell and we become BFFs. It's just kind of the way it is. But I was really nervous at this conference. And so as I was walking toward the room, I found myself repeating, not out loud, just in my head, because out loud might have been crazy. God loves me. I belong to Jesus. God likes me. I belong to Jesus. It doesn't matter if anybody else likes me. Jesus likes me. I have worth because I belong to Jesus. It doesn't matter what happens when I go in this session. 
Jesus loves me. And then I walked in the room. I want you to know that that response in my heart was 30 some years in the making. It's what I want to instill in my boys, but it was not something that came naturally to me until I was probably in about my mid to upper 30s. Over time, I've learned that in order to fight the anxiety and worry I feel about being alone and not knowing if anybody would like me is to speak God's truth over my heart. And of course, to be able to speak God's truth over my heart, I have to know God's truth. Today's show is brought to you by our newest prayer guide, Praying God's Word for Your Child's Identity in Christ. Identity. Man, that's a loaded word nowadays, isn't it? Identity was a struggle when we were children, especially in middle and high school, but now our kids not only navigate those challenges, but music, social media, shows, friends, and sometimes even teachers telling them that their identity is fluid and ever-changing. However, we know this view is not true or helpful. Recent news is warning the family that depression, anxiety, and unhappiness rates among our children have more than doubled. Guys, that's scary. Obviously, the message our children are receiving from the sources that are bombarding them with incorrect information aren't leading to a strong sense of self and identity. So what can we do to help our kids form a healthy identity? Well, we need to point them to God the one unchanging constant in their lives. In praying God's word for your child's identity in Christ by Tara Cole, you'll pray for God to work in your children's hearts, to have a solid view of the character of God, believe they are his masterpiece, understand their true worth and value, help them have confidence in God's plan for them, find peace in belonging to God, Know they were chosen by God to bring glory to Him, and so much more. With biblical teaching on identity and self-worth, scripture-inspired prayers, and space to journal using our Think, Pray, Praise method of daily prayer, this digital prayer guide is perfect for the busy mom who needs God to move in the hearts of her kids. Download your copy of Praying God's Word for Your Child's Identity in Christ now when you visit today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Psalm 100 verse 3 from our prayer guide this month, praying God's word for your child's identity in Christ, says, acknowledge that the Lord is God. He made us and we are his, his people, the sheep of his pasture. Guys, the reason I could say those things so confidently to myself and find the strength that I needed to walk in that session was because I believed this truth, that I belong to God. And so do my children so do yours. If they know him, they are his sheep and not just any old sheep, but the sheep of his pasture. And this implies that he is going to take care of them, fulfilling the role of the shepherd in their lives, providing for them, caring for them, mending, correcting, corralling, defending them, and even going after them when they stray. So how do we teach this concept to our kids that it's better to belong to God than to feel like we have to belong to other people? Here are a couple tips. First of all, we have to tell them the truth. Earlier this month in the episode titled Helping Kids Find Worth in God Instead of Their Accomplishments, we talked through Deuteronomy 6, 6 through 9, which says, these words that I'm giving you today are to be in your heart. Repeat them to your children. Talk about them when you sit in your house and when you walk along the road, when you lie down and when you get up. Bind them as a sign on your hand and let them be a symbol on your forehead. Write them on the doorposts of your house and on your city gates. 
I just can't overemphasize this concept of creating a biblical worldview for our kids in and through the daily conversations we have with them enough. And I promise you, just sending them to Sunday school and church and hoping that that will be enough, it won't. Even doing this actively as a family may at times feel like it's not enough. We have to talk to them on the daily, telling them the truth over and over and over again in different ways. When we're sitting in our house, when we're walking along the road, in the car, going to sleep and getting up the next day, we have to hang God's truths around our house and write them everywhere we go so that our kids can see them. Romans 1.16 says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel, for it is the power of God for salvation to everyone who believes. According to my commentary from R.C. Sproul on the book of Romans, which I highly recommend, the word translated power in this verse is the Greek word dunamos, which is where we get our word for dynamite. Literally, guys, the word of God is the boom. It's the power. It is what will change hearts of stone to hearts of flesh. So talk about it often with love and grace to and with your kids. Second, we have to model it. Are you like me, an introvert that struggles to put herself out there, wonders if people will like her, and finds it easier just to stay home or stay in the corner until an extrovert notices her? Or maybe you are an extrovert who sometimes feels like you're too much and you wonder what people will think about you. Either way, speak the truth over your own life and then step out full of faith that you are greatly loved. Live out of that love, not your fears. Now, I know that that's not easy. I know it's a process, but I also think it's okay to let your kids see you making the effort, growing in this area, maybe even failing some and getting stronger as time passes. Guys, I hope you've enjoyed today's episode and maybe just feel a little bit more equipped to help your children see the power and value of knowing they belong to Jesus. I highly recommend grabbing a copy of this month's prayer guide that complements the theme of this month's podcast, Praying God's Word for Your Child's Identity in Christ, so that you can be praying the scriptures along with us as we continue in the series. It has some fantastic biblical teaching on identity and self-worth and lots of scripture-inspired prayers, and it's perfect for the busy mom who needs God to move in the hearts of her kids. You can find it along with links to everything we mentioned today in the show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Till next time, friends, the Lord bless you and keep you. Make his face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord look with favor on you and give you peace. I talk to so many moms who say, Brooke, I want to pray for my kids. I just don't know how to start. That's exactly why I wrote my digital resource, How to Pray God's Word for Your Children. It's your how-to guide giving you a very short, simple, step-by-step process for how I first started praying God's Word. Download it right away, and I'm not joking, you'll be praying God's Word by this afternoon. All you need is a Bible, a notebook, and a pencil, or your phone, if you prefer, somewhere to create a short list. You can find that freebie in today's show notes at millionprayingmoms.com. Looking for ways to stay positive? Brighten your day with the free story behind podcasts. Hear weekly short stories that showcase true joy, love, and hope. Listen now at lifeaudio.com or by searching for Story Behind wherever you get your podcasts.